The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. It's time now for Brady to solve all the world's problems in the most manly way ever. Machismo style. Extra. Extra machismo. Now, cheesier. <laughs> uh, it's brought to you by our friends over there at Mo Money Pawn. I have to go over there and steal that gun back. They got I, I told them that. They're, they're like, hey, man, it's been bringing people oh, in to check out. All right. Well, you got the AK. You can take a look at that. I, the reason, I got to have a place to put it. I'm not allowed to have it here at the office. You can't have a... <laughs> we need a gun safe. <laughs> we do, I do need a gun yeah, safe. Well, they go. got them there, too. Put All it right. in Megan's car. <laughs> Just on the dash? Yeah. Smart. <laughs> that won't end in a miserable tragedy. Someone took the AK. I assumed that was going to happen. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you can go over there and check that out. Along with all the other stuff, they got MMP guns, Mo Money Pawn right there. Shorter long-term collateral loans, $10 to $100,000. No credit needed. Top dollar paid. The entire process just taking several, several minutes. minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com. They're also doing water donations there, too. Oh, they're, really? They're, oh, collecting, drop? they're collecting water for Operation Hydration. Sweet. You drop off a case, they give you, they give you a ticket that, that could get you a $100 gift card. Two cases for $200. Oh, you wow. d- drop off five cases, you can get a $500 gift card. Holy possibly, cow. So. And all the water obviously goes to Operation Hydration. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're going to drop your water off, that's the place that's, to do it. Yeah. Forget doing it with breath. Yeah, no kidding. Why would you want to see my ass? <laughs> Why would you want to go out there? You should go to Mo Money Pond. <laughs> that's uh, what I should do. Yeah. Oh, my God. What I a great brilliant. deal. I might pawn a couple of cases. <laughs> Maybe we'll throw Yeah. Can you get it back? Hand back from the water. Uh, let's let's start here. I got one of these in my emails. I, got a, I saved it. Oh, where did it go? Oh, here it is. Dear Brady, this is good stuff. I don't think we did this one. This came up last week. Got to tell my parents I don't believe in God. Why is it so hard? Uh, The reason I have to tell them is because I'm getting married and I don't want the church involved, but they're paying for everything. How do I go about this? Ooh, Ooh. that's tough stuff. Well, sorry. Sorry. Got to Alex Trebek this one. Sorry. Wow. Here's how, I mean, if you're going to do it, um, one thing you have to do is like, I don't want to have God involved in my marriage and uh i'm going to pay for my own marriage oh yeah or uh be a good atheist if you don't believe in god you don't care stand in there and get the free wedding and play pretend god's involved when you it doesn't affect you let them have their moment you still get married the papers are in the end you're fine if they're paying for it and they want to do it in a church and that's the way you get it paid for that's it also that's why i told them that angle yeah you're, you're right to, you have to pay for the wedding uh how, how valuable is that where all you have Huge. to do is just Go through the steps. Another thing. If you can't afford to pay for your own wedding, you're not ready to be married. Well, that's... uh, I know it's tradition. 95% of the I know. That needs to stop. 
I agree. That needs to stop. Shh, like if you, I don't know, no, that's why I make my side money doing yeah. that. Come on now. Oh, you're, you're right. In, I'm, you're sorry. I'm sorry. Wallet Brett, now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Doing? I'm diving into Brits. <laughs> but it needs to stop. It does. Brett, I'll give it's you. Crazy. I'll give you an extra hundred dollars <laughs> right. a month. It's got to stop. Because if you're sitting there, if you're like, well, we need them to pay for it, then you're not ready. If they choose to pay for it, but you could, it's the old Marshawn Lynch thing. If you can't buy it twice for cash, you can't afford it, then uh, you shouldn't be getting married. Marriage isn't cheap. You're bringing other people involved. and you're, you're, Why start off broke? It's dumb. You can live together and get your stuff together and still have that and then, you know, combo up later. But you don't need to be having extravagant weddings. If you can't rub two pennies together, why are you making somebody throw 20 grand at a party? That's stupid. And I think uh, your parents would understand if there's something that happened in the church. I mean, what happened to, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of times it's either mom or dad that, uh, or the parents that drive the kid the other way. They're big into the church. Or and it turns the kids it, on. Know, or that's, that's just been discovered that I'm not into it. Since the internet, and this is just a fact, is like there's been a massive drop off for young people with church. Yeah. People under the age of 30 are like, I don't buy it. Like, there's too many questions to be asked that they don't have answers for that satisfies younger people. I don't think it's the same as it used to be where it was the church did something or parents pushed too hard. I think now it's just uh, you know so much information that people are allowing themselves free thought when it comes to that, a little bit more at least. I yeah, think there's still mom a, and dad's pushing is a problem, and I still think that's a And there's no problems finding a church either. Because we have so many, right? Still, but even though the attendance or you know, like the numbers, maybe um, they are would dwindling. Like um, there in definitely our is a, a struggle on the on. Well, that's why they're the doing all the, That's why they're changing all the rules to like the you know be a little more socially cool. Like especially the Catholics, like gays. That's we're not a huge fan, but we're not going to get in the way of it. And yeah, like, little moves they've made over it. Like the Pope coming out saying, "I like gays a little bit." Other Dale was a trendsetter. Right, he was. He was kind of like, I, I can get the youth involved, and I'll pin them down until they're involved. But yeah, they're struggling. So That was the reason why, I mean, to design that, you know, the life teen and stuff like that yeah. was to try to get, to get young younger. people. Yeah. And boy, did they. But that was the design in our eyes. In their eyes, it was to get young kids in there in a safe place and then groom them, which they've been doing for thousands of years. But I think the bigger thing is if you're like, I don't believe in anything like that, but I'm not against somebody believing in it. And if you said, hey, I want you to come to church with me, I'll give you 20 grand worth of a party if you do it. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not, it doesn't change you. It's like the same thing about going to a gay party. But you had a couple, you know, um, situations early on, and I think you've just adapted it and like, all right, I'll tolerate it more or less. But a couple of times, like, for an example, like um, you're over at uh, someone's house for dinner. And they say a prayer. Oh. oh, it's relatives. And all of a sudden, they incorporate the about you. Me. Yeah. That's the problem. But that was in my mid-30s. I had, I had way past the whole exactly. atheist thing. Once I, once I started to be like open about saying, I really don't believe in it. You're fine to do whatever you want, yeah. but don't push it on me. Because if I pushed it on you, you'd be pissed. Yeah, and the problem is, and your point was on that point. It's like they're saying a prayer, but they basically say, and I pray for your, John. Your life's no good. They're like, Why would you yeah. point? Our old boss used to do it. everyone else. Chuck Artigue used to do it. I hope you find Jesus someday and understand that that your life is worth something. I'm like, it isn't now? No. Like, oh, all right. Well, I didn't know that. And that's and that was like we were friends, but then I realized that's how he thought of me, as worthless. And that's insulting 
when somebody says that to you or somebody says you're going to burn in hell because you don't believe in this. It's like, wow, you really believe that exists, that this benevolent, loving, kind, all-knowing thing will torture me forever if I don't believe the same way as you, and you're all right with that. I'm. Uh, he's not all right with that. He wasn't. Who? That's why he wanted Chuck? you to discover God. I know, yeah, but he, he thought that, and he still loved the guy who was yeah. going to do it to me. He still liked him more, and that never made sense to me. It's like, this dude will burn your friends if they don't buy the way. you got to get them to believe the way, or I will torture them. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a madman you're that's in love good. with. That's good direction, you there. Are, I think are, they're missing the yeah, boat there. You are admiring a murderer, a mass murdering well, sociopath. in order to get someone to go out there and to evangelize, sure. you got to light that fire. you got to have the fear factor. Yeah. I, I, I agree. But again, look, if you're going to pay for a wedding— I, I, it's the same people that are like, I won't let gay and I won't let gay people around me. If you're worried about turning gay, if you're worried religion's going to brainwash you, then don't go in the church. It's yeah. not, and you can't pay for your own wedding, so knock it off. Tell your parents you don't believe. If they still want to pay for it, that's fine. If they don't, you're not ready to get married. Anyway. Just don't tell them anything. It's not like you're going to burn in hell. You don't believe. Show what difference up. Does it yeah, yeah. You don't can't care. tolerate it. If it bothers yeah, right. you enough, that's right. what I'm saying. If there's enough there, you're still believing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're still uncommitted to one side or the other. If you still think there's some, ah, I can't have them around me. I can have God around me all the time. I don't buy it. And sometimes I, you know, I know it's about you, but you, your parents would appreciate it. Sure. On that side. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like saying, oh, I know this would be. I'm more worried about their financial situation, that they're willing to dupe people to pay for their wedding because they probably don't have enough for their own. If you, if you can pay for your own, then tell your parents, don't believe in God, we're going to cover the bill ourselves. Exactly. Brady's 100% right. Uh, dear Brady, I need help on what to do in a situation. First thing is I love Holmberg's morning sickness. I share with my coworkers out here in Oklahoma, and they say you guys are raunchy, and I say that's awesome. My dilemma is that I've had a crush since junior high, Uh, I've seen her go through heartbreak after heartbreak until she got married and had two kids. We stayed in contact over the years, and now she's divorced. It's been a while, and I know she was sad when I moved to Oklahoma. I want to move back and try to proceed with a future with her, but I feel like I messed up because she has abandonment issues, and I abandoned her when I said I would never leave, even though we Snapchat all the time. (laughs) (laughs) What should I do? How do I proceed now? Please and thank you, Jeremiah. If that's what you want, Jeremiah, then, I mean, moving back, there's nothing, you know, but if you're Mm. in the back room, his mind, it sounds like he might abandon again or something. How did he abandon a married lady? Yeah, how, how is he, he the one? Why she yeah. was married, or no. when, when she divorced? She was, she and was married were, and had a couple kids, and he went on about his life the same way. She, how did she not abandon then you? I'll, then I'll say um, you haven't abandoned. Not her. at all. You've she been was, in contact with her the whole time. She got married and had kids with another guy, and you were yeah. worried about you abandoning. You didn't have yeah. you. Yeah, you got to listen to that song uh, by the Doobie Brothers. Uh, the one where the the I forget the name. It's a huge hit too. Where the guy goes back and he tries to reminisce with a girl, and what he thinks they had, and what she thinks she didn't remember him at all. Yeah. And his words are basically, ah, what's the name of that damn song? It's a massive hit. Uh, what a fool believes. How could you forget that? It's Michael know, McDonald. It's what a fool believes. It's got some great lines in it. You are the fool because he, he, he she he never had a place in her life. Yeah. 
And, That's right. And he goes back and says stuff like, remember us, remember. And she's like, there was never an us. I barely remember you. Like, so he perceives Yeah, it. he perceives this great relationship. Oh, my God, I abandoned her. I left her behind. She's like, never had a thing with you. <laughs> And that's what it sounds like here. Yeah. She married a guy. She had a couple of kids. And you you keep thinking like, we oh. Snapchat. I that just sounds yeah. sneaky yeah. to begin with. <laughs> well, you're in your 50s. I now also. Snapchat's immediately sneaky. <laughs> yeah. Your needs for Snapchat at this point are because to Because if you kids. can't straight up email or talk to a person. Yeah. What are the lyrics to What a Fool Believes? This guy needs Hold to up. read it. Because that song will he make came you. from. He came from somewhere back in her long ago. Yeah. He came from somewhere back in her long ago. A sentimental fool trying hard to recreate what had yet to be created. created. Well, it's beautiful poetry. Yeah. And he goes back to reminisce with someone who's like, ah, you made something out of nothing. Don't be that. There you go. What a song, too. When it happens to the girls, they usually are... Uh, back long ago. Yeah, it's, uh, it's still hoping there's a flame in a relationship that never was. And that's, it's, it's, a lot of people are guilty of it. I think every, at one point in our lives, we all are. Kenny and Michael got burned by some women back in <laughs> Loggins the day. Loggins and McDonald. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful poem to read uh, and a great song to hear. But it, it truly is what a fool believes. It's like you can fool yourself into thinking that there was love where there wasn't. Never be created. Got a commercial. Never really made what <laughs> she wanted to say. Only to realize. And the best part of the song is she realizes in the middle, oh, geez, this guy thinks there was a thing here. He watches her smile with his nostalgic girth. <laughs> Oh, oh, now I, all I want to do is listen to this. Oh, what a song. I'll remember it when it plays, too. We might have to do the whole thing. <laughs> Trip might get mad that we're playing this, yeah, but I'm I don't care. It's not in rotation. They're so high they can't even stand. The whole band seated, you're right. <laughs> I don't know who wrote this. I think it was Kenny Long, 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 Man, once in, a, once in a while, she musters a smile for his nostalgic tale. She's like, I'll give trying him. Trying to be nice. Trying to be nice. That's all it is. You didn't abandon anybody. Boy, I'm sorry that I had to read it that way, but that's rough. Good story. Yeah, what a fool believes. Sometimes you listen to that and you realize, I think that might be me. And I don't know a guy. Did your girlfriend sign your yearbook? Yeah. yeah, she did. She said, you're funny. Have a great summer. <laughs> a Keep in summer. touch. <laughs> she, she always calls Kids. me Chad. That's funny since my name's Chad. She's hilarious. My girl. All right, man, Titeo. I'm not so sure she's yours. Right. That was his theme song. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is man, Titeo's theme song. If I was a... In charge of any stadium, and he rolled out in it. He was a road. This guy. would be the song. <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> Starting at linebacker, Manti Tao. Skunk Baxter. I played in everybody. It's a beautiful <laughs> song. When you look at the message, it's like, oh, this is pathetic. Uh, Dear Brady, my wife wants to go on a diet. She's fat. I'm a little overweight. Brett enjoys that. I'm a little overweight. I don't want to diet. 
And because I won't, my fat, gross, mean wife has decided she's not going to try to lose weight now. It's my fault. If I want to better myself and told her she had to do it or I'd stay fat, she'd be mad and mean. How do I fix this, Gary? Big fat wife. Welcome to be married. Doesn't work that way, Gary. You have, to lo- you have to lose weight together. Why? <laughs> no, you don't. Um, <laughs> well, you've proven that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Ronnie can do but it. But I understand great. where he's coming from. It's really tough no. to motivate your wife to tell her, hey. Uh, you can't tell a fat mean lady that it's time for her to drop weight, but she can tell you we're going on a diet together. Correct. It's mean one way, the other way. It just doesn't add up. I don't know the, uh, I know the answer around it. I mean, there's, I, I've had a couple of friends that went through that. Yeah. The wife put on a, a lot of weight. She ballooned and he wanted, yeah, and they wanted to And lose how it. do you, you can't, it's really hard to tell her the husband. Just got to walk in and go, look, Oprah. They have to. <laughs> but but, but you can say that and maybe that motivates them, but it comes <laughs> down to there. Right, well, that's true of all weight loss things, which yeah. is what she's doing to him. And she knows he doesn't she want to, so it's an excuse. Thing, Look, if she wants to better herself, she'll do it on her own. But it's, She's trying know, to blame you for her problems. You're, get, you're getting into a psychological And case. he's not what there yet. Believes, <laughs> big fat wife just won't lose the weight. If your wife got huge and you don't mind banging a chunk... Then don't diet. But if you want her to lose weight and she's mean, show her. Get up and start working out.